such a good experience because that we really ran it's such a beautiful experience and I love so many ideas I, I told them once when Raipair was describing the Kalim of the Beis Hamikdash so it made it real for me because Raipair was describing it Siyurim are very powerful Rebrev always says that can plays are wasted they do a plays and they try to be funny it's not funny uncomfortably laugh he said they should do a play do Kriyas Yamsuf you see us Mitzrayim make these things real anybody who's been saying can look at Ravgadi Palak Sagoda it's like real by you ideas which are conceptual you see us Mitzrayim yeah reenact I, I hope maybe she said the brothers at camp should do plays I had an idea like every era of Pesach there, there is a seed that's like that does similar I've seen they do plays of Kriyas Yamsov I've seen pictures but I don't know when they do it I hope every Pesach we should have a Waterbury gathering and we should do it and reenact it's yes Mitzrayim get some talented guys that should work for months so be real best below here we went out of Egypt but I looked at Gadi's Palak then I knew we went out of Egypt told that I it's very theoretical it's very hard to be, to be real by us that's just this morning my son right right Oberlander Right, Levine has his class build Caleb of the base Hamikdash. So my son and his kfutza had to build the urn. So me and Hilly had to carry the urn with the kapayres, with the kruvim on top. And we had to carry, we, we, we broke the kruv and we did a lot of damage on the way. But we had to carry, we're carrying it through the hallways in Shiva Tana. Like I come from the Nevada Keshiva. I'm carrying an urn through the hallways. Well, I was thinking, you know, that one day they carried this, the urn. The urn actually said carry, the urn was nice, yes, nice, and it carried those that carried it. Like that's here, we should, build, we should build an urn and have the guys carry the urn through the hallways. The seer of the, the seer of the Yidin carried iron. There was an iron one day. It just was real to me. There was an iron one day. It was an iron Kurdish one day. They had an iron in the base of Megdash. The iron was a Murdika. Murdika Nisim happened with the iron. The Nikud of the iron that it carried those that carried it. Physically, you know, they were holding on. There's an Ababa Mises. They were holding on in the Mishkan, in the, in the desert, in the Midbar. And those that carried it got carried. They were just, they looked like they're holding the iron. It's always the aside with Torah. It looks like people say, it's my senefesh for Torah. Ultimately, Torah carries us, and I'm my senefesh for Torah. The Lekach Torah brings a Maisa. He says there was a Yid who lived by Yeshua. He brings the names of the Yid. Who lived by Yeshua for Yorin. I think it was one of the Achrayim. I don't want to say Yeshua, I don't remember. But I saw this story in Lekach Torah. A guy lived by Yeshua for Yorin. And the guy always tried to take jobs, take um, Rabbanus jobs, because he felt bad that his Shver had to support him. And Ishver would always say, you never know who's supporting who. Like a vague line like that. And Ishver would always stop him from taking Rabbanus jobs. Keep learning, keep learning, you don't have to get a job. And this person always felt like he should get a job. And like one time Ishver was like out of town, he took a job. Felt enough, I've counted Ishver's when Ishver always had this cryptic line, you don't know who's supporting who. And the day he took the job, he left town. He, okay, he took a job when Ishver wasn't around. He left the day he left, Ishver was Nifter. Shver always said, you don't know who's supporting who. It's a tree of life for those that, that grab onto it. And this is those that support him. I always wondered how my Rebbe goes and collects money. It's like, he's a human like you and us, Rabbi say. I always wondered. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing to collect money. You call somebody up, could I? We don't ask for anything. I don't take a thing in my life. I mean, oh, yes, could I have money for the yeshiva? How does, he, how does he ask for money for the yeshiva? My Rebbe's not a taker. He doesn't know how to take right there. He calls somebody, could I have money? How do you take? 
He rather did it to me and my cousin. He knew that we were that, that I, I'm shy in this way. He made me make calls for the yeshiva. I assure you, he didn't do it with the yeshiva. I assure you, they lost money on me making the calls. <laughs> he took me and my cousin. He said he wants to train. He's very into his Navaradik, my Rebbe. His wife's a granddaughter, Alta Navaradik. He's a Talmud of Navaradik. And he's very into a person not being a chicken. Damn, man. I, I, I know a guy who's afraid to drive over bridges. Cause Shalom bias issues. My Rebbe would have him go back and forth over the bridge. Chloe, you have him hold. He would go one night. He would go a hundred times. Not a hundred exaggeration. The toll would be too expensive. He'd give him four hundred dollars. He'd say go back and forth over the bridge tonight. Chloe, my Rebbe, they wouldn't let him get away with. It. You have a fear. I had a, the bacher can't dive for the almond. You better dive him. Dive my shoydish. Get up there and conquer your fears. A chicken can't be a chicken. Life is too much to do to be a chicken. It's too much to accomplish. You can't have fears. You gotta overcome them. The I couldn't dive for the I have very bad stage fright. Terrible. Not you know, Everybody gets nervous. Speak. I have stage fright. When, I, when, I, when an attack hits, I can't talk. Can't breathe. I can't. So I used to have I me. Mean, I dive for the Shifarakwe. I said on a regular shmanes. I was so frightened. I said <laughs> Could you not? <laughs> For me, I felt so scared. It felt like you kept me. First, that's the kind of fears. <laughs> so he had us make calls for Yeshifa Rakhwe, rather. He had me and my cousin. We were so embarrassed. I would say, my, I, yes, I'm embarrassed to admit my lies, but I, don't, I try not to lie. But I said, I'm, I'm done with fine. And he said, he's my name. Which we're so embarrassed, it's easier to be somebody else. You know what I mean? To get the phone hang up and I'm calling for Yeshif That was the good that was some nice people, the meaner ones. Great you. You guys I'm so sorry. My son is thrown at Whenever they yell at you, whenever the person screams at you. My son ate the lunch is but the Pirish, the Pirish, how he's able to do it is very simple. He's not, he's not taken. The real Pirish is I have the best business venture for you ever. It's not, I'm not about to give an appeal, Akiva, don't worry. You guys are getting nervous here. You guys are holding on to it. I'm not giving an appeal. But the, the Pirish is that, that he's not asking for, he's not taking anything, he's giving. It's an opportunity. If you want the opportunity to give, it's a schuss to give to Yeshiva. It's a schuss to support Yeshiva, to support Torah. The Torah carries, don't they carry it? You think you're carrying the Torah? <laughs> It's a to be to, to be from those that carry the Torah. Should we talk that way? Like the Torah carries itself. I'm saying when we make calls, you know, in a certain way, Per feels that way. I don't think you do talk that way. You have to express that course. I tell you, but you should feel that way. He feels I'm giving an opportunity. The person's fortunate. It's a Maisut Reb Shach. It's not a Baba Maisut. Yidu was, who was involved in the, in the Sefer, Talmud Chacham Mufli, is a Rosh Kailul, told my tata this Maisut. It was at my parents' house. He told us that originally Israel's Prime Minister was the Prime Minister, Menachem Begun. Menachem Begun was a fan of the, of, of, from Yidin. I think it was Begun. Yeshua, he, he was from, he was a fan of from a Yidin. And Begun said, I think it was Begun, I'm not positive. He told Rav Shach, he told Rosh Hashivas that the Israeli government will pay Kemat 100% of the Yeshiva's budgets. 
they'll pay completely for yeshivas. And Rav Shach, and that was the, that was his way the government's offer. We pay for the secular schools. We'll pay for the yeshivas completely. We'll fund the yeshivas. And Rav Shach, for three reasons, said no. He thought about it for a while. He had three reasons. He said you can't. First, this is a practical thing that, it, that you don't rely on one donor. Every yeshiva, you rely on one donor. It's, it's devastating for yeshiva. That was like prophetic. It was like a prophecy. It was because when the Israeli government cut back now, the yeshivas that were more reliant on the government were hit much harder than the yeshivas that had funding. Hashem Yerachim, if the yeshivas would have been totally reliant on the government, they would have been, Hashem Yerachim, they would have built no system of funds. They would have, they would have shut down. So Shach said, you don't rely on one person. But Shach said a second, he said a Maisa with the Chavetz Chaim, I don't remember the Maisa, but Shach said, there was a Maisa with the Chavetz Chaim, that Klai Yisrael needs this Chosim to support. You don't take it away from the Tzibur. So you can't let just the government support. He had three Svaras, I don't remember the third yeah, they did take, he said a certain amount that they'll take. But he didn't let, it's a real mice. it's not a bubble mice. You have to understand the chayim of the psaq. Yeshivas will be supported. I remember his third star. I remember Shaf's third star. What? Unless they got a 50 year contract. That would take away the one svara, but he had, he had three svaras. The schusim wanted people to have the opportunity to support yeshivas. You don't allow one institution. People should have the opportunity. His third svara was that he wants, if, if that happens, he says the Rosh Hashivas are going to lock themselves in the yeshiva. And Klai Yisrael needs the Rosh Hashivas knocking on doors so people get to meet the Rosh Hashivas. So Shach says, I want Klai Yisrael to meet the Rosh Hashivas. We got. I don't know. The stuff we got, I almost took the 12th grade. We almost went yesterday to an Adam Gadol who was, who was, was somebody who was made a Bentoy. He was in public school in Pittsburgh. And he became, his a Rosh Hashiva there to throw. He became a Rosh Hashiva from Torah Vidas. He was collecting by his house. He came knocking on the door collecting. And I don't know if they walked away with money, but they saw this public school kid who was a Shana kid. They brought him back to Torah Vidas. Today's Rosh Hashiva of Kamenetz from the Gdole Ador. This is Sadiq. He told me the story himself. I went with three friends to his house. This story for a different time and he told us this Misa. He the Shiva Tarbadas knocked on his door to collect money. So that was a Shach's mother. I want to this out there. I want to go around. I don't remember who it was. Rosh Hashiva knocked on his door collecting money in Pittsburgh. No, it wasn't Shlaimahim. It wasn't. It was a different year. I, it wasn't Shlaimahim. But this Rashiva knocked and ended up collecting, collecting much more than money, collected a good ladder for us. Took the kid out of public school, told the parents, what a shit, somehow he hit it off, and he stayed over, I don't know the exact secret for him, but he collected him and he brought him to Tervedas, and he came out of the ladder. Public school kid from Pittsburgh. But the kids said, that's one lesson of the Arun. The Arun is Naiseyas Naisa, because there was an Arun one day. And we have to visualize it, because if they know it's true life, it's a real thing, and this is not, this is not, you know, this is not Baba, by the Goyim, their history books are full of Baba Mises. You know, if you read the American Revolution in America, there's one story, in England there's another story, and they're both liars, neither story is true. They're both liars, the American Wachayas, the British Wachayas, they're both lying, it's propaganda in America, it's presented a certain way, the tough and rough British were controlling, and the able Americans, such sincere people, you know, the great forefathers of our country. But I can tell you, America, Baruch Hashem, the story is worth both ways, history is just a, a book of propaganda. I guess it's not that way. Don't don't paint everything with the same 
the same brush, but it's not that way. When we are Maisa, then Arun was noisiest Maisa, it's reality of Isaiah. And it's meant for us to visualize and picture and understand that that's the Kayach HaToyer. Toyer carries those that learn, learn it. It's Chayim in but carries those that appear to carry it. I'll tell you more. We're coming to Hanukkah, and it always looks those brave people on Maisa Nefesh for and they take on the Greek army, the entire Greek army. And they look like they don't, nobody carries the Torah. The Torah survives that anybody. Some people have the schus of looking like they save Torah. Hashem allows them to have the schus, you caught the Torah. The Torah carries those that carry it. We could have the schus. It's a schus to hold on and look like we're carrying Torah. But the Torah carries us. That's one lesson. Another lesson of Torah is that the badim, the poles, never can be removed. You should have seen how hard me and Hilly Rand worked to get it through the doorways. Because we couldn't get it through any doorways. And he should have and there are a lot of doorways to get to the downstairs. We couldn't get it through doorways because the poles don't come out. That's an Isser Daraisa, Yasser Abadim. You're not allowed to take out the poles. Now, in this urn, there's no Isser, but they just built them like it was built, the real urn, that the poles can come out. They're built in a way, they're thick at the ends, they don't fit out, so they don't slide out. And the Torah, it's allowed to take the Badim out of the urn. You're not allowed to eat to take the poles, which seems kind of odd. When we were traveling in the Mishkan, what? You'd have to break it to take it out, correct? It's in love to take out the poles. Now, in the, in, it seems rather odd. When they were traveling, okay, so you had poles, but now we're settled and we're sitting down, take the poles out. You know, I make the take off their coats for sure. Settle that to me, take off your coat, take off the poles. I'm afraid the Bach is going to say, Kids, we don't have to take off our coats. The Badim were in the Aran. The Badim were in the Aran. You see, you know, always looking like you're ready to travel. To me, a guy, chair, you settle down. You take off your head, the guy's wearing his coat. Settle down. Settle down. When you watch a football game, wear your coat. Don't settle down there. You're davening. Settle down. Take off your coat. Settle down. Enjoy. You're learning Torah. So I make Bokram take off that coat. So Bokram's going to say, put the badim in the oren. The poles are in the oren. Settle down. Take off the poles. We're here. We've arrived. Unpack. And the Bokram lives out of his suitcase. All his man. Settle down. Unpack. Put your stuff in the... Settle down. What's Pshat the Badim? It's a lav in the Torah. Is the Pshat, the lesson is, Rabbi said, the Torah is always ready to be picked up. It's always ready to be carried. The Rashiva spoke to the Masifta and he said that Keser Malchus is only for some, Keser Kun is only for others, Keser Torah is Munach Bekeren Zav, as Kalmisha writes a little Yovavito. Mamish could be today's second Seder. I think today's second say that we're having this. If it be tomorrow's, it's still Yashkoch or next. Hari Kruchu Menachis Bekeren Zavis. The Torah's in the corner called Arayt Zalumud Yavavi Yilmud. Anybody can go learn. There are no excuses. Torah is there for the taking. It doesn't matter if a guy's dumb, a guy's smart, he has a good memory, a poor memory. Torah is there. Sit and learn. You can grab the Torah. You can grab the Kesset Torah. The poles never leave it. It's always ready to be picked up. Sometimes a guy gets in and said, there's some bach and they steig in Eretz Yisrael. What happens? The guy gets in, there's a sickness. He gets into his head, you can't learn the marriage. I can't learn there. It's a sickness, a machlis, a disease. It's a disease. It wouldn't be a disease if the guy stays in Eretz Yisrael. What's the disease? He's staying there. 
There's no Mercedes, so great. But the problem is that most come back and he has in his head a Mishagas, a bug. I can only learn there. It's a sickness. Then he comes to he comes to this, he comes, he leaves, he doesn't learn anything. I can only learn there. What type of Mishagas is that? Torah goes where we go. Wherever we go, we can learn. Sit and learn. Stop giving excuses. Pick up any mats in our life. When I'm dating, when I'm this, when I'm that, I can't learn. I'm going through. See, going through. Learn anyway. Torah always has pulse. Always ready to be picked up. There's not a time it can't be. And it's always ready to move. We've been a lot of places, Kalei, a lot of bad places. We've been a lot of places that beat us to a pulp. We always brought the Torah with us. We always carry the Torah and brought it wherever we are. Another Nekuda is the Ben Torah goes. It's not just Limerat Torah. The Oren represents Kiyamat Torah, represents Torah Bechlal. Torah, one aspect, the main aspect is Limerat Torah. But it represents Kiyamat Torah, represents Torah. We know the Torah was either in the Oren, it was next to that, it was a little, there was a Tefer Torah next to it. The Torah, it represents the Torah. The Torah is always broad wherever we go, it has poles. Wherever we go, there's no place. Got a, a, a group of Bachim go on a trip, the Bnei Torah on the trip. There's no place you don't bring the Torah. You never throw off the yoke. We're always a Ben Torah. We might need a break. I go here. I'm always a Ben Torah. I never throw it off. There's always Nicker. I'm a Ben Torah. It comes with me. The Oren always has poles in it. And it's allowed to take out those poles. It's allowed to ever say Torah is only for one place. That's poles and it goes wherever you go. It sits in the Kodesh Kodesh. We're sitting in Yeshiva. That goes where we go. We go in an off Shabbos. It goes with us. It comes with I, wa- I wanted to tie noise that that's why after the after Maimon Arsinai, one of the strangest halachas for me, after Maimon Arsinai, 11 months later, a horn sounded, there was a blast of a horn 11 months after Kabbalah Satyra. Who can fathom? You talk about Siurim. You know, it's a Chiv Daraisa, guys, to remember Maimon Arsinai. There's a book of Ezi and I recommend greatly. He describes Maimon Arsina. I married a good book. This Rav Deutsch Shluta. Describes, I'm sorry? Let my nation serve me. Let my nation serve me. Let my nation go to see us. I'm married a book. I recommend you should read them all. Collect all four. He's right. He wrote four books this year. And he gives it. It's real to an island. It has to be real. Rav Chaim Brim told us that he asked Rav Chatzkel how he inspires himself. He says he remembers he see us Mitzrayim. It's real stuff. Get the book and make it real. Baloney, it's, we went out of Mitzvah. Yeah. You don't believe it, you don't know, you don't have a picture of it. Marcus, I was once telling my kids, I promise, I was telling my kids once about my Mirai Sinai, I broke out of response. I never knew before? Yeah, I never knew before. I once was telling my kids, I started getting so, it was so real to me. It's a chiv to, to, to remember my Mirai Sinai. You're supposed to visualize it. She have to picture Maimon Arsina. There was a Maimon Arsina. In his book, he goes through Prate Prate, Maimon Arsina. What a Maimon. Goes through Maimon Arsina. Yoyim Hashem Amadol, Ve Hashem Kikach, Ve Chayrev. It's Maimon Arsina. So, 11 months after Maimon Arsina, a horn sounds. And we're told, climb the mountain. Go play basketball on our Sinai. It's not longer Kaddish. Beforehand, somebody's Chayamisa for climbing the higher. Eleven months later, remember, Maimon Arsinai was a Maimon one day, but then they learned there for eleven months. They were harving by Smother Rabbin, Kola They got a big Torah. So they were harving in Torah. They were learning the Torah with Moshe Rabbeinu. 
it was teaching shiurim that were never that, that were never said before that haven't been said like that since. He was saying shiurim moshrabin to Gans Klaisel. They had chadulos and shiurim. They were orangutan learning for eleven months. So after these eleven months. So they were allowed, a, a horn blows, climb the higher, play basketball on the mountain. Almost sounds like it says a head, it almost sounds like a seafood. In fact, they'll go up on the mountain, graze your animals on the mountain, no problem. Harsina, everybody say, till today, you're allowed to go on Harsina, you can have a football catch, you can run up there, you can ski down the mountain if you want. Be careful, it's in Egypt, they don't like getting there. But you can, till today, you, you do what you want on Harsina. Mountain Tower was on there. Today, till today, she look at I see she be a big fence. Any Jew says Chayav Misa. As I'm Bodnekait, just play basketball. I see now. Where's the reverence? I see now. Malkum the Sinas Hatayda. I think it's the same idea that the Arsinai loses the Kedusha. Where the Kedusha go? Kedusha zaguf loikhaka bekdei. Kedusha doesn't dissipate. It's a rule. Kedusha can't just dissipate. Where does it go? The Kedusha. It comes with us. It comes with us, the Kedusha Sinai. I always, I like to say that Ben Azmanin, when, you, when you're back, when you're back, wherever you are, you're allowed to play basketball in this West Man. Just run around. The Kedusha, except that we have people learning here, so don't play while we're learning. But if not, the Kedusha comes with Oilum. The Kedusha of the, of, goes with the person. It has to go, the Oren had, the Oren had Badim, it had poles. It's carried along, it comes with. The Kedusha goes wherever the person goes. I'm not saying la lochi, la lochi is not allowed. Also, no, it's kedusha's best mess. But that's the idea of the of the ma'amar sinai. The idea of the ma'amar sinai that lost its kedusha is the stomach of pshat and it went with the yin. It went with the yin. This idea also, I would say, the, the first idea that was saying that Torah carries those that carry it. Those that stand up for it, their whole lives are fortunate. Those that are Maisinefesh for Torah are really gaining their Nefesh. It's Chaim Lubasikim, but it's a tree of life for those that grab onto it. The Maisinefesh for Torah are really the Kiyam for Torah. It's really the ones who are, they're really gaining life for Torah. Kiyam Chayenu, Varechemenu, it's our life. It only appears, he's my Nefesh for Torah. Those that stand up for Torah, those that don't leave the Torah, Limadat Torah, living Torah, it looks only like Mesiris Nefesh. It's really Kiyem Chayen, it's their life. It only looks like they're holding the Torah, carrying the Torah, the Torah carries them. So. I guess that's about what you said about the fundraising.